It's a Sydney afternoon. You're knocking off from work, picking up the kids or making up job interviews to put on your doll diary. But you know the mood. And the mood is Radio Chaser. You switch on and suddenly discover you're much, much, much better at sex. All thanks to Radio Chaser. Welcome to the show. Andrew Hansen's in the house. Zoe Norton Lodge is here as well. Charles Firth and my name is Dom Knight. So much to talk about today. It is International Dog Day. It doesn't get much more exciting than that. And would you believe another delay to a light rail program in Sydney? But first, the Duke of York, Prince Andrew, he's been in a bit of heat recently. Uh, I'm not sure what I can say about him, but I'll, I'll quote from The Guardian because they've got no money, so they can't afford to get sued, right? Mm. So he was mates with Jeffrey Epstein, you know, the paedophile who, who killed himself in prison and all that kind of stuff, Convict, convicted sex offender. And there are all sorts of questions about just what a good mate Prince Andrew was mm. with this Epstein guy. And he used to go to his house. He apparently invited him to Balmoral Castle at one point. And well, The Guardian, There's all these videos of him sort of in... Epstein's house. And yeah, hanging out, going for lovely walks in the park with some young women around as well. Mm. There's some pretty spicy sex claims as well. But the Guardian's just actually reported that uh, Eps- that Epstein and Epstein's jet had Prince Andrew on board for a, f- a flight that included a Russian model. So he's in a lot of trouble, Andrew. Mm. He's buggered off to, uh, I think, a golf tournament somewhere in Spain to avoid all this. Well, that's what you do when you're in trouble, don't you? You go to a golf tournament. Of course. Look it, at Donald Trump. He's at golf pretty much every day. And look, he's getting so desperate. He's even hanging out with Fergie again, uh, Prince Ooh. Andrew. Ooh. Oh. Yeah, that's where they've gotten to. But look, uh, the, the, the Duke of York, Prince Andrew, has a lot of questions to answer. A lot of people in the UK are very steamed up about this. So much so that they've even redone the lyrics to a popular nursery rhyme. Oh, the Randy Duke of York, he had a pedo friend who flew the Duke to his pedo island and flew him back again. Allegedly. When he got out of jail, the Duke still hung out with his mate. But when the pedo topped himself, the Duke was just a pawn. Never saw a thing, old boy. Now, let me go back to my exclusive Spanish golfing holiday, would you? This is Radio Chaser on Sydney's 104.9 Triple M. Radio Chaser. Brought to you by Ben Stokes. There's only one good player in the entire team. Oh, wait, that's just like us. Yep. Now, look, guys, last week... I'm sure you'll recall, I made you play a game that I discovered on The Bachelor. Do you guys remember? Oh, I've still got scars, Zoe. You're still scarred? Well, so just for, for listeners who might have missed it, I saw on The Bachelor, um, they made all the female contestants self-rank themselves as a group <laughs> on, a, on a number of qualities to really bring out the sort of like conniving, evil, you know, terrible parts of their personality. And I thought just in the interest of feminism, I should get men to, to play the same game. And I just thought... What, why don't we do it again? Because so I found out how little my colleagues like me. Is that a good enough reason? Maybe not. Yeah, let's no, do I it. quite liked it because yeah, I came out quite well, actually, and Dommy came out badly, so let's do it again. Okay, all right, all right. Okay, so I want you guys to rank yourselves. You've got to you know, figure it out. Um, most to the least of this quality, charismatic. <sighs> oh, that's... Who's the most charismatic? It's clearly Please. Charles. Charles has a reality distortion feed, right? He's, he's the Steve yeah. Jobs. You sit down I mean, with him. I mean, that's a low bar if Charles is going to be the most <laughs> charismatic. Mr. Charisma. He's, he can convince you of anything until you leave the room. And he's like, what on earth was I thinking? <laughs> Charles' scheme never work out. 
You're right, so right. He has these, and he has armies of adherents, these, these sort mm. of followers and fans who follow him around. They don't last long because pretty soon they, they find out what a charlatan he actually is. But, but in the immediate, you know, excitement of it all, he is by far the uh, most charismatic. I would say on stage, though, Andrew is very charismatic. Mm. Like, oh, well, he's of course. electric. Um, he can fake it. Sure. Yeah. yeah. He can fake charisma. But he doesn't <laughs> have a, like, personality cult the way yeah. you do. Get off stage and he's yeah, just like, quite and boring. Yeah. Mm, okay, it's the yeah. lights, you know. It's the uh, makeup and the I, lights. I noticed we haven't addressed you yet, Tom. <laughs> well, then, no, that's just politely. Me or sorry, Andrew. who's. Oh, is Dom? Dom's oh, here. Dom's oh, here. right. <laughs> Gosh, sorry. The, the, the sheer lack of charisma coming from that corner of the room. I just, I just didn't realise you were even here, Dom. Well, that's sure why. There's not a dial turned down on the charisma that we should be turning up. <laughs> that's why I volunteered through the parts of the show where it's like, this is Radio Chaser. Charles, just so that I can talk about other people and not have to actually be myself because it's so boring. Oh, my God. I mean, I bore myself. <laughs> I've bought myself senseless. Sorry, is somebody talking? <laughs> should, we, yeah. should we do one more? Or do you reckon you want one more? It doesn't care. It doesn't matter what I think, okay. Zoe. No, I don't matter. Okay, yeah, right. yeah we're going to do okay. one more, Zoe. Okay, thank you. All right. Might be relevant to what we've just heard. What about chilled out? Chilled out. Oh. Who's the most chilled out? Oh, that's hard because we're all so highly bloody strong. Well, Char- mm. Charles oh. is the least chilled out person in the universe. That that's oh. that's fair, isn't but it? But he is. But things don't trouble Charles, Dommy. Like, like Charles is quite capable, and it's mostly because he's vague and distracted <laughs> oh, yeah. with with his projects. But things don't trouble him. So I'd say, yeah, I, whereas, you know, you and I, Dommy, we're just hopelessly highly strung. Yeah, mm. I suppose another way to look at it is who will have a heart attack first. Yeah. And it's, it, yeah, it's between Andrew and Dom. Well, it's I, very hard to say. I don't think, I think mm. you're more highly strung than me, Hanson, because... I have, my life is full of so much disappointment that nothing really bothers me. I've just gotten used to it. It's just, a, it's just. It's... What? I'm worried now. What's the effect of this segment going to be every on my time, career? Every time I'm honest, you guys laugh. This isn't good. Here's Nevada on Triple M. See, this is the job I took because I'm so boring. With you today, Zoe, Andrew, Charles, and whatever my name is. Yes. And uh, great news for people who work and live in Parramatta, guys. Oh, yeah. Because the Are they all moving? <laughs> what? No. It's, it's the second Sorry. stage of the Parramatta Light Rail project is due to start any day. Excellent. Have they yeah. have broken ground already, Charles? No, no, no. No, no. They haven't done anything. In fact, uh, they don't even have any money for it. So four years ago, I'll just explain what happened. So, so they started the first part of the light rail. And then, mm-hmm. But four years ago, they went... We'll divide the project into two bits, right? Sure. We'll fund the first bit. We'll get that underway. And then we'll, we'll, we've got four years to plan how to fund the second bit, right? So they announced this levy and they announced all this stuff to... Guess how much money they've raised after four years? Oh, probably a billion or two. Yep. So, no, it was uh, zero dollars. <laughs> so they, what, the, what happened is they announced a levy, but they forgot to impose it on anyone. Oh, you've and got to so, impose your levy. Yeah. Oh, the so imposing the levy. Yes, I forgot. Oh, don't you hate it when you've got a light rail project and you forget to raise the money that you've announced? Ah, nuts. Oh. Anyway, they've assured us. And also, they don't have a start date. That's the other thing that they forgot to work out. Right? You don't need a start so, date. But they have assured us today that it will begin very soon. Just, you know, there's minor complications of not having a start date or any money for it. Uh, but they have made this announcement. The second stage of the light rail is now due to commence construction. Oh, great. If you've made plans for the disruption created by this project, now's the time to start planning for disruptions to the plan. 
What? We knew nobody would believe that we would start on the date we planned, so we took that into account when planning our plan. Look, can you just tell me when it's going to begin? Of course. According to our plan, the light rail work will begin right now. Right now? No, that's just the plan. The actual start is months away, maybe even years. We haven't even started the replanning of the planning process, although we plan to. It's almost like you planned it to be as bad as the George Street Light Rail project. Yes, that's exactly the plan. I suppose I should start feeling infuriated right now. Ooh, looks like our plan is already ahead of schedule. Radio Chaser. Triple M. It's Radio Chaser. So, look, you guys might have noticed, I know you're very observant, that I've got like a bit of a sort of a gash in my face at the moment. Have you noticed that? Oh, I was being too polite to mention the gash in your face. I mean, no, you should ask. Someone's got a gash in your face. What's going on with your face? The gash in your face. I I thought it was trendy makeup of some sort that I didn't (laughs) understand. I I thought it was just a couple of pimples. (laughs) Well, look, what? uh, do you want to know what happened to my face or are you just going to make fun of me? Both. Yeah, okay. Bit of both. both. All right, right, right. Fair, fair, fair. Okay, cool, cool, look, look. I mean, I know I repeatedly keep saying I shouldn't ask for parenting advice from you three total bozos, but I'm I'm going for it again. So I'm good. Yeah, look, you're you're probably the least bad, Andrew. So I've got an an 18-month-old at home, and we're sitting on the couch last night. He was kind of snuggling. He was, you know, just being adorable, like getting a bit sleepy. And then out of nowhere... He just turned around and swiped my face like a cat. Ooh. Yeah. Like a, <laughs> that, like causing a, that causing that massive gash on your causing, face. And it, so, look, for listeners, I've got these oh. two marks on my face. It looks like I've been bitten by a sort of idiot vampire who mm. missed my neck. It's like two kind of like, you know, yeah, there's, there's two, two puncture marks. marks. Oh, so yeah. that's two fingers. So that's his two fingers, That's right? two fingers. Yeah. It bled Whoa. like nothing else. Wow. Yeah. Was yeah. he trying to say, Mummy, can you please cut my nails? <laughs> 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 Do you know what? It's funny you say that, Tom. I hate cutting his nails. Cutting a baby's nails is next to impossible, yeah, no? it's very annoying. Look, anyway, look, one triple three. Five, three. I think this is a pretty bad injury. Have you been injured by your kid or a kid? Well, I've got a 17-month-old uh, daughter. And it, also, when we snuggle, you know, when she's getting a little bit sleepy, um, we sometimes have her on the bed. It's a lovely moment of sort of daddy-daughter bonding. That's when she goes to kick me in the balls. And right. it's quite extraordinary. She does it almost every time <laughs> that she's ever there. And she almost always hits. And I've tried to explain to her that if she wants a, a sibling at any point down the track, she's really got to stop doing that. But no, oh, she goes in again. So no, I, I feel your pain. Cool. I think I've got some puncture marks. Oh, I want to hear. Too. I want to hear from Sydney. One triple three five three. What injury have you sustained from your kid? Yeah, what happens when children attack? One triple three five three. Chaser lines open now. We want your stories about your kids when they hurt you real bad. Here's Creed on Triple M. Triple M Radio Chaser with you with a, a segment we. We're talking during the song, I think we should call When Children Attack, because Zoe got scratched in the face uh, by her otherwise lovely son. We want to hear stories of when your kids have gotten stuck into you. Uh, let's go to Brian here. Brian, when did your kid attack? Um, he didn't attack myself, but my wife. But um, actually, when he was still in the womb, he actually kicked too hard and broke my, one of my wife's ribs. What? Wow. In the womb? Can you go to jail as a fetus for that crime? <laughs> Well, I think we need the law changed, Zoe, <laughs> I think we so, do. That we, so that we can put them in detention. I've always said we're we're not strong enough on unborn children. That the, there's yes. a real law and order issue here. Who are the cops exactly. who enforce <laughs> that sort of thing? Yeah, uh, was she okay, Brian? Was it, was it turned out all right? Oh uh, yeah, it turned out. She went to hospital and they X-rayed. There was a broken rib. Like pregnant, she couldn't have any um, um, painkillers, medicines, just stuff to um. Oh no. Yeah. Oh, yeah. was it, did the kid turn out to be a footballer or something? Someone who kicks? No, no he's, he's, a, 
<laughs> he's a he's a great boy. He's yes, um, ten ten years old now. So yeah. <laughs> How many times okay. a week does your wife bring up the time that you injured me <laughs> inside the womb? Not, not really any. So I just I stumbled um, when you were mentioning on the radio, and I thought, well, here's one for you. What a chance. Oh, she's a better is. woman than me, let yeah. me tell you. <laughs> All right. So we haven't mentioned what Zoe did to Rufus. I'm curious. Uh, now, Brad's on the line. Brad, uh, when children attack, what's your story? Oh, when my, my um, son was young, and then, you know, kids when they're young, they always like to sleep with their parents. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, well, he was sleeping between the wife and I one night, and I rolled over, and he was quite a restless baby when he was young, and he's turned around, and his heel's gone straight into me knackers. Oh! oh. Heel. <laughs> yeah. Oh, in the middle of the night when yeah. you were asleep. Yeah. Sweet dreams. Oh, <laughs> wake up, oh. the wife is wrong. She goes, what's going on? <laughs> I said, <laughs> On the bright side, did you send, did you send any footage to Australia's Funniest Home Video Show? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'd like to reenact reenactment on Funniest Home Videos. If you're willing, we can probably set that up. <laughs> nice one, mate. Radio Chaser. Brought to you by Ben Stokes. He was out. He was bloody out. Should have walked. He's a cheat. Almost as much of a cheat as an Aussie cricketer. I feel your anger there, Zoe. I feel your because I'm angry too, Zoe. Yeah. Um, you know, the other day, right? It was it was this bloody stupid day. You know, there was an international day for something. It was International Left Handers Day oh. the other day. <laughs> I mean, today it's it's Dog Day apparently, but the other day it was like International Left Handers, a special day to recognise left-handed people. How discriminatory! So I've decided to launch my very own activist group. Oh yeah. Have you had it up to here with International Left-Handers Day? What about right-handed people? Why isn't there a special day for us? Um, I think that's obvious. It's reverse discrimination. Left-handers get given jobs just because they're left-handed. No, we don't. Like what? Like a a, a left-handed scissors tester. Why can't a right-handed person have that job? Um... So I'm starting an influential subreddit forum for right-hand rights activists. Rights for rights! Rights for rights! Rights for rights! We demand the following. Equal rights for the right-handed. An international right-handers day. Probably on the 26th of January, so it won't cause any debate. And most of all, we demand specially made right-handed scissors. That's just scissors. So join Rights for Rights today. Simply log on with your right hand when you're not using it to fap. Radio Chaser on Sydney's Triple M. Oh, yeah. And did you know, guys, it's International Dog Day today. Uh, so I've put together a, a very snappily named little game for you to play. It's called... <coughs> That's Incredogable. Incredogable. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, because it's about incredible stories about dogs, Zoe. It's a real right? dog of a title you got there. <laughs> it's not. It's a, it's a schnauzer of a title. <laughs> hey, so... <laughs> Now, speaking of which, here's the first question uh, for you, Domi. Sissy, the miniature schnauzer, missed mm. her owner. This is true, right, according to the internet. And walked 20 blocks to find her owner and successfully found her. Was the owner, A, working at a hot dog stand on the street, B, waiting for an overdue bus, or C, a patient inside a hospital? I'm thinking hot dog because you probably want as many dogs as you can get inside this ridiculous quiz of yours. Oh, I'm sorry. That's oh. incorrect. I mean, no, no. Amazingly, the owner was a patient in a hospital and somehow Sissy the Miniature Schnauzer tracked her down. Good doggy. <laughs> but he just went down the street and found the hospital. All right. Now, uh, Charles, for you. <clears throat> Bamza. 
Benza was a St. Bernard. And uh, he served on this ship in World War II, so he was kind of like a Navy dog, right? Mm. Now, what special talent did Bamza possess? A, he put a stop to fights. B, he led drunken sailors back to their posts. Mm. Or C, he could catch the bus on his own. <laughs> well, they're very intelligent. Um, so I'm going to say B, which is that he would lead the, them back to their posts. When Charles, they were drunk. you're absolutely correct. Yes, if you yes. were a drunk sailor and off your duty, Bamza was able to somehow... Sorry, Andrew, can I just interrupt? Job. Is this just a sort of heartwarming you know, set of tales about dogs because yes. you really like dogs. Yes, because I hate dogs. I, I, I know, hate and, dogs. and, and this is really, is really infuriating. Charles, all these I'm sort doing of... this to upset you. Yeah, if you had cute. a dog, if you'd had a dog at the pub the other day, you wouldn't have fallen off that bike. The bike, the dog would have led you home <laughs> yeah, safely. Yeah, I know. Bloody yes. dog wasn't there when I needed it. You needed Bamza. <laughs> well, like now the thing about Bamza it was actually all of the above because the other thing Bamza could do is right. put a stop to barroom fights. <laughs> Apparently, he was a peacemaker, and if sailors got into fights. He'd stand on his hind legs and put his paws on their shoulders as if to say, calm down, this is not worth it. (laughs) (laughs) The other thing he could do, this is true apparently, he could catch the bus on his own. That's <laughs> like, that's so yeah. unimpressive after the other ones. It's like, <laughs> yeah. oh, come that, on, you should have you really yeah, I should have opened yeah, with that could, one and then built up to it. stopping fights. Could could Babs <laughs> stop a racist rant on a bus? <laughs> well, yeah. yeah, he'd go, look, this is not worth it, putting his paws on their shoulder. <laughs> yeah, so he was able to tap on and tap off all by himself, that dog. <laughs> <laughs> or at least no no. But the truth is he actually had his own uh, bus pass. So Amazing. that's incredible. Happy National Dog Day, Andrew. Radio Chaser. Radio Chaser. Brought to you by Ben Epping Stokes. Sure he won the test, but he still looks like Ed Sheeran. Cat's pyjamas or cat's piss. Now, uh, look, an Australian idol bombshell, Dicko, has come out, this is in today's news, and revealed that uh, Mariah Carey, when she was on Australian Idol, she demanded 12 Labrador puppies uh, in the dressing room. I mean, she's probably the most successful contestant from Australian Idol, though, <laughs> yes, I have to say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she went on to do stuff, didn't she? She did. <laughs> Almost as popular as, as Osha. Um, is that the right number, though? 12? Like, is it too well, many or too few? Or? For a backstage rider, Dummy, you're saying? Yes, I mean, th- that, that is a big meal. I, I don't know what, what, what she was thinking. <laughs> On International Dog Day, Andrew, you would make such they're, a joke. But, oh. but Andrew, they're, do- they're baby dogs. Like they're, they're little puppies. Oh, they're hors d'oeuvres. Yeah, they're hors d'oeuvres. Oh, it's like yeah. 12 yeah. chicken yeah. nuggets rather than 12 yeah, chickens. She didn't order, you know, 12 full-grown Labradors. That'd be absurd. Yeah. That's that would stupid. be ridiculous. Yeah. That's yeah. crazy. And anyway, you can't rip the heads off them with your teeth. Oh, if let's finish grown. this conversation. Hey, hey, Happy National Dog Day. Now, look, uh, to London. Uh, where the Queen actually revealed to ScoMo in a private conversation that when Donald Trump was in town, he flew his chopper from one side of London to the other. It was a 15-minute car ride, in all honesty, and he touched down on her lawn uh, and it burnt all the grass. Is that a reasonable distance to fly by chopper, just from one side of Regent's Park to the other, do you think? (laughs) It's a very short... Must have been about a minute in the chopper. Well, if London's traffic is anything like Sydney's traffic, then yes, absolutely. That was the sensible thing to do. That's what I would do every day. He was hoping to take the light rail. Yeah, (laughs) that's right. Exactly. (laughs) And finally, guys, we all eat a credit card's worth of plastics every single week. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? What are you talking about? Microplastics in everything we eat. It just sort of 
It all, accumulates. Yeah, it all builds well, up and you've got a special credit card this, in your stomach. This, and, uh, this is why I get green credit cards only, so that it counts towards my kids' greens when they eat them. <laughs> yeah, and away. like, you know, you swipe your butt at the checkout and you just pay for everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Actually, that would be good if it actually did that. All right, that's all the radio chats we have time for today here on Triple M. Don't forget, though, just jump into the your podcast app of choice. Put Radio Chase in there and you can enjoy uh, our show anytime you like. And I am talking enjoy? a lot now. Enjoy? I'm talking a lot now so that we're not talking more about beheading dogs, Charles Firth. <laughs> that was on you. Catch you tomorrow right here on Triple M. See ya.